This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today, all the way from the UK, Dr. Mark Atkinson, founder of the Human Potential Institute, is with me on air. Dr. Mark, how are you today? I'm really uh, great. Um, excited about the conversation we're about to have. It makes two of us. And, and I say that in a way that I can't fully articulate on the microphone. See, what, what you as you're listening may not be aware of is I've been following Dr. Mark Atkinson's work all the way back from a book that he released, gosh, I think 2007 or 2008. Right, long time. Yeah, the, the Mind Body Bible. Right, I, I laughingly see a couple copies back on your bookshelf over your left shoulder. Um, and th- this book has been, to me, transformational in the aspect that it almost seems like it was the, and I cringe to say this, right, but almost a groundwork for what looks like the bulletproof methodology as far as hmm. some, of the, some of the diet elements that go into, sure. um, and we'll cover this, but taking care hmm. of our body and what that really means and what that unlocks once you start to do it the right way. Yeah, well, it's kind of the foundation of this work um, because um, life has been very generous. It's given us all a gift. The gift is your body-mind. It's a gift from life. Our job is to take good care of it and to take such good care of it that it starts working for us and not against us. You see, most human beings have a body and mind that works against them. So when you learn how to take charge of the body-mind, then you don't have to worry about your body and mind. And then your job, our job, is just to really focus a bit more deeply on what life is moving us to do with this and through this body-mind. So, so, doctors, you say that, if someone's listening, right, and your book is an incredibly easy read, right, for being such an articulate, intelligent individual, you've really watered this down so that us common folk can understand your words. What would you recommend to someone listening to start to access that body-mind connection and how that really can work? Is there, I don't call it a Cliff Notes version, right? But if someone could take one or two pearls of wisdom from you to start this this journey, what would that be? Yeah. Uh, The first thing is uh, the way you relate to it. That's the most important thing which is every day to remind yourself this is a gift from life. And when you receive a gift, it's the dumb thing to show gratitude. So you wake up in the morning and you give thanks. Here you are, another day here on planet Earth. You've got the body-mind here. How will I take care of it today? What does it need? Don't go to your head for an answer. Stay in your body and an answer will come. And see, a lot of people are so disconnected from the body, they're completely out of tune with what the body needs. Does the body need more rest? Does it need to move? Does it need nutrition that energizes it and expands it? Um, Does it need more sleep? Most people are compulsively busy, and because they live in their head, they have no clue what is going on inside the body. So I would say, if you're going to take care of your body and mind, first of all, gratitude first thing in the morning. Second thing is you've got to ask yourself throughout the day, what does my body need? The third thing is, and this is really the key and the foundation of my teachings and my work is, you have to learn how to come out of your head back into your body again. You see, the head is an escape pod to escape from uncomfortable experiences. And when you were young and I was young, because we had no idea how to deal with uncomfortable experiences, we escaped to the head. And we emerge into adulthood thinking that this is me and this is the way life is. Because when you perceive through the head, it divides everything into me and not me, and it judges it. So the greatest gift, that the listener to this can do is this. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do is smile and allow smiling to happen. Now, if you're in charge of your body mind, that's going to be easy. For most people, it's going to struggle. First thing you do is smile. 
And with a little couple of days practice, you're going to wake up and you're going to be amazed because you've installed the habit of smiling. Second thing you do is you breathe into your lower belly. This is hugely important to be centered and grounded in your body. How do you do that? It's easy. Even if you're a bit stressed, you can try it now if you're listening to this and you're a little bit stressed, smile, soften your eyes. The moment you soften your eyes, it shifts you into alpha state, the state of relaxation. So here we are, soft eyes, count down from five, four, three, two, one. Arrive in your lower belly. If it helps, put your hand in your lower belly. Keep your focus there. Keep your focus in your lower belly. You're now what's called becoming centered. And what you're going to notice is if you keep your focus in your lower belly, your mind will go quiet. Your mind will go still, you'll feel more in your body, and you'll feel more in the present moment. Please live from here, and when you need to use your head to think, reflect, plan, analyze, go up to your head and use it, but then come back down to what I call the seat of self, which is located in your lower belly. If you do just that one thing, it will change everything. Because please, most human beings, their mind is using them. If you compulsively think, if you're compulsively distracted, if you are dwelling on the same situation and person and problem for more than three seconds, your mind is in charge of you. What you do, you soften your eyes, you smile, you sink into your lower belly, you come back to yourself, and from there, you then respond to the needs of the present moment. So that's a basic starting place. Um, and I would also say, obviously, you've got to clean up your biology as well. So, you know, that's simple things like uh, paying attention to what you put in your mouth and how it impacts on your energy and your level of present moment awareness. So. Every time you drink alcohol, what does it do to your energy and your level of present moment awareness? Every time you unwrap that favorite treat of yours, what does it do to you? Start to notice the impact of your decisions on the way you are feeling and showing up as a human being. And what will start to happen with time is that those things that do not serve you will start to fall away. What I absolutely love everything that you're sharing, doctor, there's, I have shared consistently, right? I'm like, I'm a little bit of a gadget guy, right? I'm wearing a whoop on my wrist <laughs> and an aura and I track and monitor everything for me. Mm -hmm. What has, I'll say, kept me safe. I believe that labels are, are protective mechanisms that we try to sure. put on definitions, things that help us mm -hmm. feel connected to whatever we think our reality is. Right. But having, taking some of that intuitive style, right? The intuitive eating, the intuitive sleep, mm -hmm. some of the intuitive patterns, and being able to quantify it a little bit until you get to the point in which yeah. you just understand how you can operate without needing the gadgets, right? Because right. In, in, in my my coaching practice, right, my belief system, most people, as you're sharing, are so disconnected from what that really means. And everybody's mm. looking for that quick experiential fix, right? Like, mm. I feel a certain way. I want to feel a different way tomorrow. How do I make that happen instantaneously? Right, right. There's a... I believe, at least from where I sit, and I would love to have an open conversation mm -hmm. that, you know, really to make impactful changes that we own as our own, I see that to be more of a four, five, six month journey instead of a 21 day to create a habit style journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are in this for the long term. Yes. So here's the thing is like, uh, if I had one wish, well, I got many wishes, but one would be... Um, Please let go of the compulsive habit to make change happen quickly. <laughs> uh, that's deeply grounded in the belief for most people that they're wrong, they're flawed. That's not required. Here's the thing. And, you know, my, um, I guess if we had to label what I do, it would be human potential teacher as well as an integrated medicine doctor. And what I've learned over the years is that our human potential emerges through us when we let go of the impediments to its emergence. 
and when we create an environment that supports it. And that emergence process happens over time, happens moment by moment. And that these quick fixes, whilst I definitely get why people do it, I definitely understand that. We've all done it, right? We've all done it. When we're talking about being deeply grounded in ourselves and flourishing as a human being, it's a moment-by-moment relationship. And I see that what really helps people is to understand deeply that what they really seek is themselves. And beneath your mental chatter is an ocean of well-being and joy that awaits you. Beneath your mental chatter is an ocean of well-being and joy that awaits you. And you see, we do not need to look to the outside world to find joy and happiness and love connection. All we have to do is fall back into ourselves as the ocean. And there is a methodology and process for that. Traditionally, it was a lifetime of meditation. Now, the really good news is that is simply not required. It can be supportive. But the foundational skills are learning how to take charge of your mind and your perceptions. And so when we learn these fundamental skills, and we live them day by day, we enter into a process that I call active surrender. And active surrender is, I am willing to do what is required to get on this real, how I'm out of integrity. And through that very challenging work, I'm willing to soften and open to life. And there's something that I teach a lot of my students is when you wake up in the morning, once you've done your smile and you come into your lower belly, you say three things and I'm going to offer them to you all. And you can try this out. <laughs> the first thing is I'm willing to be liberated by life. The first thing you say. Now, if you're in your body, what's going to happen is you're going to drop like a stone. You're going to drop so, so deep. The second thing is I am willing to respond to everything openly, freely, and fully, which means is that I'm here to be in life, to be in this body aligned with life, engaging with life. And if I'm not responding openly, freely, and fully, i.e., if I'm saying no to certain aspects of life, no to certain aspects of my experience, my job is to intervene. Because you see, we are all custodians for our inner space. In any given moment, you have an inner experience. You have emotions, thoughts, energy moving through you. If you are stuck in a story or a narrative, if you are stuck in emotions, your job is to turn your attention off the story off the blame, off the judgment, inside of you, welcome whatever is there. If there's frustration there, welcome it. I see you, I accept you, and smile. If joy is there, welcome it. If shame is there, welcome it. And, and this is a skill, you allow that stuck energy to move fully out of you. See, life is constantly flowing or attempting to flow through the body. And most of us are psychologically constipated. We have a lifetime's worth of stuff residing with the interior space of our body. Our job and life will help us is to put us in touch with that material for this time to be seen, welcomed, and released. Most of us spend most of our time avoiding this material through distraction, compulsions, and addictions. So when you commit to responding openly, freely, and fully to everything, and you aren't in the moment, that's feedback. It's time to release what's inside of you. 
And then the final commitment is I'm willing to see, smile, soften, sink, and slide into my lower belly. And those three together, you start your day with it. It takes 20 seconds to do. It's the foundations for the day. And what most people experience is if they're sincere and they're willing to implement it is, they start shifting out of this compulsive orientation to me and they become a lot more interested in life. And rather than trying to create a life on my term, it's much more about life. What would you have me do? Who would you have me become? Well, and, and doctor, I would love to know how that transition had occurred for you, right? From right. going from the, the really the founder of the British College of Integrated Medicine and, and yeah. your journey from that place and time in life, right, into this right. new, and not even new, right, this is very well established for you. Yeah. Uh, but as yeah. I've oftentimes shared, I believe that we, the only reality that exists is the one that we're creating for ourselves. Right. And you have that opportunity yeah. in any moment to start to reshape your own version of reality, right. which you so phenomenally have done, and it's been a, mm. a huge, hugely impactful gift for now, I can say mm. thousands of people, if not millions of people across the globe mm. with what, your, your work. How has that looked for you? What was that? What was your progression yeah. through life to get to this moment? Yeah. Well, I can give you uh, the short version, <laughs> right? Okay. So um, I guess uh, I've always been open and curious. That's that's a really, really important part. Just always ask questions. Always wanted to know the truth. Never believe what I was told, always felt there was deeper levels to it. That's my fundamental orientation. It's been with me all my life. And then um, the second thing was, so here I was, I was um, on uh, Europe's breakfast TV as their holistic medical doctor, you know, kind of had books, you know, doing talks, um, supposed to be a successful integrated medicine doctor. Um, uh, but on the inside was really going through what I call the emotional health crisis. I couldn't figure out why just before I went on TV, I would cry uncontrollably in the toilets, the washrooms, and then have to shift out of it and go on TV, get back home and start crying again. There was this kind of, this kind of wellspring of grief and sadness and angst that was breaking through at a time in my life when I was, in the eyes of maybe the uninitiated successful. I couldn't figure it out. But all I knew was that I felt uh, lonely and isolated, that no amount of accomplishment of success impacted on the way I felt or gave me any sense of lasting fulfillment, that my relationships were struggling, and that I simply did not know who I was and what the hell was going on. It didn't make sense to me. And so that really accumulated in an emotional health crisis where I broke down. I came to my knees. Um, and I would say that that was the day of um, being dismantled. I realized I'd accumulated and constructed this construct of who I thought I was and how I should be in the world that wasn't real. And here's the thing. What is not real will not be sustained, and life will always bring it to its knees. And it did so for me. And so this was maybe 15 years ago, and uh, you know, I kind of found some mentors, um, people that um, felt true and real and wise and caring, because I realized I can't trust myself and the decisions I was making. So what do I trust then? Well, um, I trust there's a few people who I could trust. They just were there to love me and support me. So I connected in with them. And then I invested a huge amount of time and energy in what I would call inner work. And the inner work is about letting go of a whole bunch of beliefs and unprocessed experiences and emotions that were stuck inside my system. I had to get my body mind healthy. I had to learn how to work with my mind rather than being used by my mind. And really, I, I guess the most significant thing was there was a moment out of time when the doors of perceptions 
were cleansed. And there was just this very simple and pure experience of being as life. And that's unfolded and deepened over time. And with that came a falling away of being a separate sense of me, making life happen, uh, to just a very simple, natural, intuitive understanding that life is happening. And that most of us live on the surface of the ocean, thinking with the ocean. No, we're just a wave on the ocean. And when we let go of compulsive need to control, and we soften and sink, and the portal is the lower belly, we discover the ocean. And so the core of my work is teaching people how to access and live from the fullness of who they are, to come out of the old compulsive condition habits of being so they can tap into this wellspring of joy and clarity and wisdom and tenderness and love that is available to every human being when they come out of their head, are committed to being honest and real, are willing to do the inner work and willing to be liberated by life. And so as that unfolded in me, um, my work started to reflect that. And so 10 years ago, I created this new approach to coaching called Human Potential Coaching. Um, I then partnered up with Dave Asprey and Bulletproof to bring that to a much larger audience. And now we have over a thousand people trained with us. And it's a blessing because at the core, or one of the core principles of Human Potential Coaching is that most people have no idea what they want. They have no idea. So really, as a coach, we should help them access a specific state of consciousness that does have the answer. And so we need to teach them how to work skillfully with their body-mind energy so they can attune more deeply to their truth and deeper purpose and live that. And so human potential coaching, and I've created a whole bunch of personal development seminars, and, um, and I just do what I do. And I don't plan the future. I'm just here doing this, speaking with you, and having a lot of gratitude for it. Well, I love that that share, Doctor, because that's what I have been seeking is also seeking me. Mm. Right? So I've been a fan of your work for years. And then from seeing you know a social media post, I, I believe on Instagram of all things, mm. announcing the, the Human Potential Institute training yeah. into my sphere of understanding of, of what could be. It was a, is a very quick decision for me as I keep mm -hmm. progressing my thought process and, and mm -hmm. modality of what's possible, right? Yeah. So I can share the message as well. So I share all this with you as you're listening because I'm currently involved mm. with Dr. Mark Atkinson's training, right? Through the, the Human Potential Institute, which is an incredible coursework of, what is it, 38 weeks of, of right. diving deep where you end up becoming a, you know, potentially an international coaching federation, right. accredited coach. Right? There's, a, there's a massive amount of information mm. where what I find so fascinating is the unique dichotomy of individuals inside of my, my training group, right? Here, mm. here I sit personally with, you know, I probably fall on the spectrum of still being trapped a little bit by the confines of wanting to produce at a high level and feeling mm. that internal angst of, you know, necessity to go out and share, right? Sure. So I'm a, you know, 20, 20 clients a, a, a week, right? One-on-one -on -one coaching for, you know, 12 or 14 weeks, like go, 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 go. And then there's a lot of individuals in, in, in my group that are, have never coached a moment in their right. life before that are right. very curious about what is possible that are almost yeah. using this for a lot of self-exploration and personal That's development right. in that. I'd love to know how that came about and some of the, mm. if we could bring some of the listeners into what I get to experience, yeah, right? So if, if they're interested, they could also join, right? I mean, there's, of course. there's, there's consistent trainings going on that start every, every few months, I believe. Yeah. Right? Every couple of months. Yeah. Um, so it, um, it really comes down to this. Um, uh, people come to us for one of two reasons normally is they, they just sincerely know that um, the way they're living their life isn't working for them. Uh, they're dissatisfied in their work and there's a calling um, to change the way they live their life and the work they do. And human potential coaching is, is a vehicle for that. Uh, what I wanted to do was really to bring together a coaching approach 
that puts much emphasis on health and personal development as well as high performance. Um, and um, so you don't have to choose, do I become a life coach or a health coach? You do human potential coaching because we cover it all. Um, I also wanted to be grounded in what I've come to understand about what is required to flourish as a human being. And so what's quite unique about it is there's a lot of personal development training involved in it as well. So you, I do a, a monthly session with all the students. And so everything that I'm sharing now and teaching now, this is the kind of stuff we explore. There's a mindfulness training inside of it. You get free access to my flagship personal development course, Be Unlimited. That's all included. You get access to, I don't know if you know Jay Abrahams, the marketing category, you know, he's gifted some of his courses as well. We just want people to go deep, emerge as a really competent, confident coach who can be with any human being and has something profound to offer them. And that's the goal is as you emerge after eight, nine months to be that person. And I think one of the things that really excites a lot of the people who engages in the training is what is asked of them. He's like, we're asking you quite simply to walk your talk. Because I know you know, we know, that the most powerful influence on the human being in front of you is the way you're showing up and the state of consciousness you're inhabiting in that moment. If you're up in your head, you ain't there. You see, most people live in their head. And if you're up in your head, you ain't there. The lights are off. The only thing you're intimate with is your own thoughts about reality. So we teach our human potential coaches how to coach from aware presence, which is a specific state of consciousness we access when we enter the lower belly in a way that is open and allowing. And what you do is you access instantly the state of open flow. You tap into the creative wisdom of the present moment. And what unfolds with you and your client it's kind of like magic. Where you go is just incredible. And I say it is the best job in the world um, to facilitate and coach another human being in this way um, is such a privilege. And to get paid to do it, oh my gosh. And so a lot of the people, you know, some will still do their job, but do coaching on the side, which is great. Others will become a full-time coach. Others will do it for personal development. Um, but it really comes down to if you're looking for a coach training program that has a big focus on your personal growth and development um, and you want to learn what I consider to be an, uh, the future of coaching, um, then check out humanpotentialinstitute.com and we'd love to welcome you to the program. Well, certainly, and I appreciate that. And as you're listening, if you have any questions for me, feel free as well to, to email me directly, right? Ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com. I share very openly, have a great relationship with, with the crew over there at the Human Potential Institute. And it's just been so impactful to see my coaching practice evolve, right? From yeah. just the pieces and parts I've been able to gather so far, right? I, I believe in a, what I'll call four-dimensional reality of body being balance and business and how we do one thing weaves and spins and out of everything, right? And right. to be able to take some of these pieces and parts and so much of this intuitive coaching style, right? I have a framework loosely that we mm. try to achieve from where I sit, but right. so much when you show up present in the moment and you're just focused free of an agenda and we you know we create this container that allows free consciousness, free thought, free exploration right. of what could be. Yeah. There's just such such profound breakthroughs. Right. Right. It, it's, right. It's, it's the biggest gift in the world to be able to receive on my side, right? I, I say that I'm very right. selfish, doctor, where I do this every day because I love I love seeing the breakthroughs, right? I'm, right. I'm very self-serving in the fact of yeah. being bearing witness of this because it's right. so impactful. Right. Well, th I think that's one of the great gifts of coaching in this way is like you are journeying with the client and you come to realize and see very, very clearly that in this moment, Life is creating anew. You're at the edge of life's creativity now. And you're participating in that. And it is like, wow. <laughs> and then also you realize is, 
boy, the way to allow this is to get out of the way. <laughs> so it's like, you know, traditional coach training programs, they're pretty heady. It's kind of, you know, there's protocols and there's this and that. And, and there's a time and place for that. And what we say to our human potential coaches is we're going to teach you a lot about a lot. Anything to do with health and energy and personal, we're going to teach you, but keep it behind you. Show up grounded, centered, and open and allowing. And what will happen is the required knowledge will naturally come through you to meet the needs of the present moment. It just happens effortlessly, joyfully. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's just beautiful. Well, it's such an articulate depiction of what really this is, right? I, right. One of the questions I get asked quite often, doctors, mm. well, what is coaching, right? What, what is right. this thing that you do? And, yeah. you know, I've deemed mine life optimization coaching, right? I want people to right. live the most optimized life they possibly can. Yeah. And you're just hitting the nail on the head, right? It's just, mm. we're just there. Like, I don't. Right. Yeah. You're just, you know, there's like, we're here in this body as life, participating as life on this journey together. That's it. That's it. That is it. And I get to be, uh, I feel like, I don't know how large the group is, but mm. I feel very fortunate that in the first week of April, mm. you're making the, I'll call it the pilgrimage, right? From the UK over to, to Los Angeles to come stateside to share some things with a group of individuals Prior yes. to what's it the, the Bulletproof XP conference? I might be I might be saying yeah it yeah it's the annual biohacking conference by Upgrade Labs and Dave Asprey and so uh, yeah I'm running a um, it's called the Gateway April the fourth Beverly Hills Hilton and uh, it's an experiential program will give you based on what fits the matrix. And it's going to teach people how to dive beyond the level of mental chatter, which is really the surface of the ocean, into the fullness of who you are and to live from that. And so uh, it's the first time I brought this to America. Uh, I'm really um, very honored and excited um, to be bringing it to a larger audience. Um, I anticipate it will be uh, life transforming for many people. Um, and uh, uh, so it's my sincere hope that, um, you know, people can, if people are in LA and can attend that they would come and, uh, and experience this because it is my, is my deepest wish that people realize there's more to life. And that if you are compulsively thinking and perceiving life through your head, you're not in life. You're in your own self-created 3D virtual reality, your private reality called you. It's not real. It's just a tiny aspect of what's available to you. And so when you learn a particular way of being in the world and working with your perceptions in your mind, it changes everything. It changes everything. You suddenly start showing up from life, feeling connected to life. You tap into this inner sense of ease and gratitude. And when life challenges happen and they continue to happen left, right, and center, of course, is like you learn how to allow it to flow through you in a way that allows a more deeper, wiser, considered response to unfold and a rich learning to happen. And it's beautiful. And everyone has a right to know about it. Well, and with that gateway into the next part of the conversation, Doctor, we we shared prior to hopping on, you know, live for everyone to hear the potentiality of us going deeper in, in more of a yeah. mentorship capacity between us. And, yes. And you were sharing some of these stages of uh, yes. say, you know, consciousness of what is possible yes. and yes. I would love to hear more about what those stages are and yes. where you view me to be versus where what obviously everything What's is possible, possible, but right? Like what, what is possible for me? And 
Yes. I just, I'd be honored to hear more about that. Yes, and I'd love to tell you as well. This is really, um, it's a very crude map of um, human development, but it's nonetheless very practical, very helpful. And actually, I'll be sharing this experience in the gateway. Um, a very simple wave is that, um, uh, imagine four islands in an ocean, separated by the ocean. Island one is stage one consciousness. We're going to call that victim consciousness. Victim consciousness is life's happening to me. I don't like it. I'm going to complain about it. I'm going to blame everyone, uh, maybe including myself as well. It's deeply unconscious, defined by the compulsive identification with your thinking and your emotions. There's no space between you, who you are, and your thoughts and your emotions. You're just compulsively thinking or real or more equally, you're compulsively being thought. And so people live in island one or in blame and constantly distracting themselves, unable to be in their body and to be with their feelings and their emotions and their energies. And so this is the birthplace of addictions and compulsions and self-medication and all that kind of stuff. Now, it's a very painful place. People who live there are in a lot of pain. But the brain's an incredible thing. And what the brain does, it numbs you. So sometimes you don't know you're in pain. And the problem is when you're unconscious and you live from pain, pain begets pain. You cause suffering to others. It's your behavior, your way of being. And that's a problem. When you rage at another human being, when you're abusive to another human being, that is your unconscious pain regurgitating itself into the environment around you. That's not okay, but it's what we do. And there's no other way of doing it when you're in island one, victim consciousness. Now what happens, and I'm imagining most of the people listening to this are not in island one. They just periodically revisit it when they're tired or under stress. <laughs> Certainly, yes. Right, okay. Fortunately, there's a second island that's called island two, stage two. This is victor consciousness. We've gone from victim to victor. Victor is, I'm in charge. I take in charge of my life, take charge of my body, take charge of my health. This is an incredible place to be. We're starting to realize, boy, I can influence the way I am, the way I show up, the way I feel according to the food I have, the way I hold my posture, the way I work with my mind, the programs I have operating my mind. If I train my mind, my attention, boy, I can really improve the quality of my life. This is an exciting place to be. This is the world of self-help, personal development, meditation, and therapy. Now, there's another way into Island two. And that's through addiction recovery. There's a bridge that connects Island one and two. And thousands of people stumble across that bridge, not knowing where they're going. And they arrive in a refugee camp called addiction recovery. It's a refugee camp for people who have suffered enough, who want a different way. And when they arrive in their refugee camp, they're welcomed by others who have traveled that path. And what starts to happen is they start rebuilding themselves anew according to principles that are pro-life, not anti-life. So when you're on an island too, you either go the self-help personal development route, or I would say if you're more fortunate, <laughs> you go the addiction recovery route or you have a combination of both so i did both <laughs> okay so what happens in island too is boy we invest a lot of time and energy in becoming a better human being and it's a very empowering way of being in the world. And we genuinely, for most of us, if we're, if we're sincere and honest, we do become a better human being. We become more conscious. We become kinder. 
we start letting go of habits and compulsions, um, which can be still pretty tricky. Um, we learn how to meditate. We definitely clean up our nutrition. You know, we get into relationship counseling, um, all that kind of stuff. It's just wonderful. It, it's so important. But that's not it. <laughs> and this is really important to realize. You get so far. And then suddenly, you're not so fulfilled anymore. You kind of sense there's something else. And so you purchase another self-help book to see if it's in there. You go on another self-help webinar or seminar to see if it's in there. You learn something new, of course, but no, it's not that. There's something missing. There's something else. There's a deeper calling. This is the transition to Island 3. Vessel consciousness. Islands one and two are me consciousness. It's all about me. Island three is about life. And the passage from island two to island three is not making it happen. Tell me what to do. I'm going to make it happen. It's what I call active surrender. It's being sincerely committed to living life in a way that is honest and aligned with your integrity, willing to do what is required to clean up the consequences of the past operating within you and through your relationships, willing to get the help and support that you need while simultaneously letting go and softening and sinking into life. And what happens is life pulls you over into island three. You, the separate sense, can't make it happen. And what happens is when you become life-aligned or life-centered, you drop beneath the level of mental chatter into the ocean of life. And it's experience as being profoundly connected to everything, a sense of well-being, clarity, and joy, and a willingness to welcome and receive anything that is moving through you, your emotions, your energies, and allowing it to move through and out of you, i.e., all is welcomed. You're no longer at war with your experience. You're aligned and welcoming of your experience moment by moment while simultaneously sinking and softening into life. And you realize, oh my gosh, what I have been seeking is myself. And to know myself, I had to let go of my concept of self. And this is a process and a very challenging process of dismantling and letting go. And what happens is a lot of fear comes up. Why would I want to let go, Mark? I've just invested all this time and energy in becoming the person I am, right? You're telling me to let go? I'm not telling you to do anything. <laughs> um, if your life's working for you, great. Not a problem then. But if it ain't, See if this resonates. And what happens is you start to let go of all of the shoulds and should nots. I should do this. I should know. Let go of that and soften and see what life wants. This is vessel consciousness. And then there's a fourth location that we call verity consciousness. And that's essentially where the separate sense just dissolves. There's just life. So, there's just this. There's life. There's no separate sense of self. There's nothing to do. There's nobody to become. There's nothing to be said. You don't do anything here because there's no you. You're just life, being life. So you can't really talk about that because that's as much as I can say about it, right? So the reason I map out this is that you can get a sense of where you are most of the time, right? As I said, it's like what happens for a lot of people is when they're tired, they're under stress, they're overwhelmed, they periodically go to 
island one victim consciousness. That's just a state change. That's not a problem. The moment you see yourself getting into blame, feeling overwhelmed, trapped in the unhelpful narrative, the moment you see that, soften your eyes. Smile. Sink down into your lower belly. And what will happen is, with practice, you'll reconnect with yourself. You'll shift back into yourself and you'll relocate back onto island two or three. And so you're starting, you're starting to learn how to work with life, not against it. Most people work against life and they suffer. Life is simply reality. It is what it is. Align with that. Doesn't mean you want it to be this way. There's a lot of terrible things happening in life. But when you align with the actuality of life in your bodily experience and you allow that to move through you and to reconnect with the flow of life, here's the thing. Here's the exciting piece of news. The depth of wisdom and responding that will unfold through you is profound compared to what would have come through you if you were reacting from your head. And you can live like this most of your life, and it changes everything. Fears fall away. Unnecessary control falls away. You're so much better able to be intimate and connected to those that you love. The compulsive need to prove myself is gone. And you just simply being life, showing up as and in the only way you can because you're a unique expression of life. You're just being you as life. That's it. Doing what you're doing. That's it. And having a lot of fun and experience a lot of gratitude. And you, all you do day by day is you just continue to sink and you show up. Here I am in my body. I'm taking good care of my body. Here I am being Mark as life living from that, speaking to you, these words are being shared, that's it, moment by moment, that's life, that's the kind of gist. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like at this point, doctor, that I'm almost playing tag with Island 3, right? I swim to it, I might get that's close, right. I touch it, and then the tide is just dragging me back into, into Island right. 2. And it's yeah. it's this, this shift back and forth between between yes. those two. Yeah, exactly. Well, because you, you, the separate sense, can't make this happen. Uh, anytime there's effort, so what gets you from Island 1 to Island 2 is effort. Gotta make it happen. What gets you from Island 2 to 3 is letting go. <laughs> if there's any whiff of striving or effort or willfulness that precludes it <laughs> and just like that my very reality is shattered you you've you've, you you've you've heard it real time there you go and so you can see that evokes inside of you the spaciousness drop through that and you drop through that. <laughs> I mean, it's so profound, right? Like mm. it's, um, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, you're right? welcome. That's, that's just one of those, this is one of those moments in time for me that mm. is just, um, it's a true gift, mm. right? This, I believe that we all have moments in, in, in our trajectory that mm. just get deep rooted into what we remember. Right. And this sharing this time and space with you is certainly going to be one of those for me. Mm. And I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing that. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, so doctor, I know your time is incredibly valuable and I would like mm. to be able to, number one, have my audience, you know, connect with you in any ways that are possible, right? Whether that's sure. social media or your personal, yeah. you, you, however you'd like my tribe to, to connect with you, I would love for you to extend that offer. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, humanpotentialinstitute.com. So that has the information um, around being limited, which is my, if, if anything I have just shared here speaks to you, 
you want to go on the BLM to course because it starts soon. It starts in, uh, I think, April the 24th. It's an online course. I personally guide you through everything we've just discussed. That would be a way to start. Humanpotentialinstitute.com, you go to Be Unlimited. For those of you who are interested in the coach training, you can check it out there as well. If you want to check um, and connect in with me, uh, so I offer mentoring to a small number of people each year. But uh, and and I was just uh, describing to to Ryan that the the area that I specialize in is this transition from Ireland two to three. <laughs> so there's no point in reaching out to me if you're in your ego and you're defended and there's no softness in your being that you know there's more inner work to be done um but i offer mentoring to a, a small number of people each year um if you can make it to uh to la for and maybe you can give i don't know what the link is but maybe you can give the link for the gateway i think that would be just terrific um and my most recent book uh, true happiness your complete uh, guide to emotional health that would be a great place to start um uh, that's full of practical ideas, but, um, so there's a whole bunch of ways and, um, all I hope is, and even if you just listen to this and you're willing to start your day by softening your eyes, smiling and sinking into your lower belly and connecting with yourself there before you go about your day, before you enter into your endless list of things to do, before you enter into your problems and to blame connect with yourself, go about your day, keep reconnecting with yourself. And if you want to go to the next level, start your day with I'm willing to be liberated by life. There's something about that. Essentially, it's you starting your day, putting your hand up to life saying, I'm ready to go the whole way. And that is deeply transformative for many people. Absolutely. And and doctor, I'll share as you're listening to this, if you review the show notes below the episode, you'll see the link to, to everything that we've discussed here, right? If, so make it very easy for you to, to reach out and connect and just want to, once again, thank you for, for the time and space and energy you've shared with me today. It's, it's incredibly valuable to me and I hope as you're listening, it's valuable to you as well. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. 